Welcome to the Sexy Selfish Podcast Series. I'm your host, Shona Gates. I'm a women's life coach, success strategist, and a self-proclaimed badass. And I'm here to help you rediscover your authentic self, stop delaying your happiness, and step into your truth. This podcast has been created to connect, inspire, and nurture mums who want more. Are you ready? So this particular podcast today is actually taken from one of the live sessions in my mum's Manifesting Wealth Facebook group. Once a fortnight, I jump on there for probably 15 minutes to half an hour and talk about one key topic around money mindset, manifestation, all things business badassery. So this audio section is taken directly from one of those live streams. So it's not a standalone podcast audio. It's come from one of those live Q&A sessions. So if you hear a little bit more interaction or conversational style talking in this episode, that would be why. Anyway, it's a super powerful topic. I can't wait for you guys to dive in. And as always, I'm looking forward to hearing what you think. Enjoy. Oh, and if you want to actually jump on for these live, stream, live streams when they happen, you can head on over to the Mums Manifesting Wealth Facebook group. It's free to join and I go live every fortnight in there to share lots of goodness with you and that way you can actually interact with me, not just listen one side on a podcast too. So if that tickles your fancy, you know where to find me. Enjoy. Live here or live in the group. So I guess we'll just see how that plays out. Um, I think normally I go live in the group. Today I'm obviously live here, so we'll see. We'll see what that does, whether it shows up to the right people, the right amount of people, the wrong people, we'll figure it out. I'm a little bit of a hot mess today. <laughs> I think I'm gonna be a hot mess every time I get on, because let's be honest, it's Wednesday at 9.30. Um, so that's like school run, madness, all the things happening. And then I'm like, I'll just jump on and do a training as well in, in between all of that. Um, so it's probably my own fault. You can tell if I'm really a mess because my hair's not done. My hair's been <clears throat> washed and then just shoved into a bun. But hi, how are we? How is everyone? How has your morning been? Hopefully it's been better than mine. <laughs> My morning hasn't been that bad. The kids behaved. We got to school and daycare and everywhere that we needed to be on time. So that's not a bad thing. What is going on here? What is this? Oh, God. How are we all? I'm excited to talk to you about money and time today because I feel like in the midst of my crazy life right now, this is still one thing I'm doing well at. This is still one thing I'm keeping my shit together with. So I feel confident to speak about it today. <laughs> If you ask me how in general my normal time management of my life is going right now, it's, I mean, it's not ideal. I feel like I'm past my husband at dinner at the dinner table and then we meet again at six o'clock in the morning when he wakes up and that's it. But money I have sorted. Money makes sense. <laughs> so I'm just going to, I'm just going to stick, stick at that. Lydia. Hi, Lydia. Hi. Oh my gosh. It's my best friend, guys, and we haven't caught up in ages. If, a, if that's any indicative of how 
much of a shit show my life is at the moment. That's it. I haven't caught up and laughed really hard with my best friend in a little while. Okay, well, let's talk about money and time. Um, meat at <laughs> You can tell she's also my best friend because she's just put meat at 6 a.m. Yeah, we all know what meat at 6 a.m. means. <laughs> like, quick, hurry up. You've got like two minutes, quick, before the kids wake up. Uh, but yeah, life's kind of crazy. So I'm shocked, not shocked, but I'm confident to speak on this today because I know that even with how shit and hectic my life has been and how the kids have all this stuff on and I have a million phone calls to make and pediatrician referrals and immunizations and assessments and all this stuff happening and then work, let's add in a crazy amount of work. I still have made time for my money ritual every day. So that's why I know what I'm going to teach you today works. And if you do it, and it's really hard at the beginning for a couple of weeks, but after that it starts to get easier. And then you're someone like me five years in, and that is the one consistent thing in my life when the rest of it gets really crazy and overwhelming, the money stuff stays consistent. So that's how I know this shit works. So let's talk about money and time. How do you guys feel about time to actually manage your money, time to learn about money? It can feel really overwhelming. And it's kind of this thing that we have a lot of limiting beliefs about, and we think that, we just meant to be really good at it, that it's meant to be easier, or we think that everyone's going through the same thing we are. So that kind of like pushes away the responsibility. We don't have to take accountability for it. And it becomes this kind of like too hard basket thing, doesn't it? Like I'll, I'll eventually learn about it probably the day after I retire and realize how fucked I am. Um, and I don't want that to happen for you guys. I remember going to an event, God, I was heavily pregnant in late 2009, like heavily pregnant in high heels. I don't know what I was thinking. Um, and I met this woman and she does like coaching for women over 50. And she was sharing all these statistics with me that women over the age of 55, that is the highest bracket of homelessness. And it's not due to drugs and it's not due to bad choices. It's due to the fact that we raised children for so long and didn't plan ahead. You know, our husbands divorced us at 50 and we had nothing left over to, to work with. Um, and so I think that's also indicative of this kind of like, I'll deal with it later. I don't have time right now attitude. And especially when it comes to money, money kind of like suffocates us and oppresses us with how much we need to instantly deal with it, all the, the bills and things that we need to pay attention to. And the kind of actually like learning about money, getting better at managing your money, having a different relationship with money, that all kind of goes in the, I don't have time for that bucket. So what was, I mean, money was all consuming for me. It was, it was all consuming. So the shift to create time to change that was really easy because money was taking so much of my time and energy anyway that it, I directed it in a positive way. But for a lot of us and a lot of the clients that I work with, they're in a kind of like neglectful, ignoring, toxic relationship with money. So actually consciously carving out time to create intention and good energy around money was actually really tricky for them. So over the years, I've developed these little couple of little strategies that I'm going to show you today, teach you, talk about it. I don't know. I'm going to show you. Um, showing you would involve actually showing my bank accounts. It's probably not security safe. But there's these couple of things you can do that don't take a lot of time that build up your confidence, build up your relationship with money 
and start to transform things. But it is a slow burn, you know. This this is a slow burn. This is like flirting for three weeks via text, meeting up, lots of long glances, making out, and then hours of sex. This is not like a 6 a.m. quick in the wardrobe because it's the only room that has a lock type of thing. This is a slow burn approach to money. Um, and I feel like that's the way to go when we're actually looking at changing long-term habits, not just instant lemon detox diet kind of things that, yeah, get your results, but it's very easy to fall off the bandwagon. So yes, you can start a spreadsheet and you can track every single cent you earn and you can give up all your takeaway coffees. And after about six weeks, it's going to get really annoying and frustrating and difficult and you want to do other things with your time and energy and you're going to fall off the wagon just like you would if you started a, you know, lemon, lemon pepper water diet. After a couple of weeks, it's going to get really boring and old and you're going to like, fuck, who cares, right? So what I want to give you is a couple of strategies that are not exciting, that are not sexy, that do not give you an instant result. And yet, if you consistently and continually do them, they will add up to the biggest change. It takes time. That's the one thing. <laughs> Talk about time and money. It does take time, right? You can't expect to start a spreadsheet with a budget and then three weeks later be debt free. You can't expect to just say, I'm a millionaire money making badass and the next minute have your entire relationship with money healed. It doesn't work like that. But you don't have to dedicate 40 hours of your week to it either. So... Yeah, there's this exercise called 168 hours that you guys might have heard of. So you 168 hours is how many hours we have in a week. So you basically write down how many hours you sleep, how many hours you work, how many hours it takes you to go to the gym, how many hours you spend, you know, doing activities with your kids, how many hours you spend in the car. And you basically add it all up and see how much is left over. And I always feel like that's a really powerful exercise for people. I used to, when I was in network marketing, that was one of the first exercises I would take people through because they'd always go, I don't have time to do this. And I'm just like, hmm, let's break that down. And we would figure out exactly how much time they actually did have, how much time was wasted scrolling their phone, how much time was on Netflix, how much time was just, you know, hitting snooze on the alarm, not was anything wrong with any of those things. But it was just, where can we create these pockets of time? So I feel like I've done this exercise with enough women over the years to see how much time we actually do have. I've done this with enough clients to know the resistance that pops up, but that if you're strong enough to push through that resistance, to acknowledge it and then say, this is not serving me, I choose to push ahead. And you consistently keep at this for like one, three, six, nine months that's when things start to kick over and it's all that that hacking of your subconscious to your conscious your subconscious doesn't know we're going to consciously give it some new rules and it takes time for those rules to get embedded time for those rules to become the normal the thing that we need to do right so i keep losing my video my um whatever this new format is on my facebook it keeps like closing my video out not that i particularly want to look at myself but it closes my comments so Hi guys, I love comments. Please give me comments. I'm like a little creature in the dark that just loves comments and like needs validation and to talk to people and ask questions. That's me. I know my personality type. I'm not pretending it's anything different. This is my genius zone, answering questions, connecting with people. That's how it works. So I'm like, please give me attention. <laughs> All right. 
First strategy for money. First strategy for money is actually knowing in your day where you feel the most energetic, where you feel the most excited, where you feel the most depleted. So, and this is different for everyone. So my money habit in the morning is when I make my morning coffee to check my phone and my bank accounts and pay a little bit of attention and gratitude to my money. Why? Because I'm having my morning coffee and that feels like a reward and it's exciting and it gives me that little dopamine kick. So it associates good feelings with my money. If I decided for some crazy fucked up reason that I was going to check my bank accounts at four o'clock in the afternoon, that would be the worst choice I could ever make because four o'clock I picked up the kids, they're ratty, they're hungry, I'm stressed, husband's only crying, I've got to think about dinner, I'm counting down the seconds till my husband gets home, I'm exhausted, like all the other reasons, right? So when in your day do you feel the best? Maybe it is when you first wake up in the morning, maybe you're well rested, maybe it's before you go to sleep at night, maybe it's on your lunch break at work. When when do you feel good? When is there a good part of your day? Maybe you like when you go outside and see the sunshine first thing in the morning, whatever it is for you. Um, basically, I just want to say that what works for me may not work for you. So I check it when I make my coffee in the morning because that feels good and it creates a good ritual amount of my money but I would never check it last thing at night. I would never check it at four o'clock. So anyways, the point of this, I make my coffee in the morning. I associate a good feeling with my money. I open my bank accounts and I look at them and I pay attention to them from a neutral place. Not a like, oh, the bank accounts are going down or like, fuck, I'm amazing. Look how fat my bank accounts are or panic or fear or anything. Just open them, just acknowledging them because that's what a wealthy person does. A wealthy person doesn't ignore their money and pretend it doesn't exist and freak out about it. A wealthy person checks in every single day and just acknowledges that money is a tool and a resource. So I open my bank accounts. I acknowledge that money is a tool and a resource that's here to help me tap into my highest version of myself and have an experience and um, opportunities in my life and my family. I open my bank account, I express gratitude for the money that I do have. I'm not focusing on what I don't have or what I need to panic about. I create gratitude around what I do have. So I'm so thankful for all the money that I do have and all the money that is on its way to me, right? This is a habit that I've done every single day. It was one of the first things I implemented when I went, you know what, crying in your car because your car got declined for toilet paper showing that's like maybe not such a good feeling. We don't want to do that anymore. Um, wait a minute, having $50,000 in the bank or $50 in the bank doesn't seem to be making a difference. You still feel miserable and shitty about money either way. So maybe we should look at this differently. Maybe I should start paying attention to my money in a healthy way. And this was the first exercise I did. So I've been doing this like five years now. I check my money every morning. It feels good. There's been a couple of periods in life where things have got really crazy and busy and I am lucky and I do recognize the privilege and the hard work that I've put into the point where I now don't have to check my bank accounts before I do the food shopping. I don't have to check my bank accounts before I want to buy a bottle of champagne to congratulate a friend. I don't have to check and worry, but it's only because I've done the checking, I've done the nurturing, I've paid attention, right? So I create this little ritual, morning coffee, check my bank accounts, express gratitude for what is in them. Very, very terrifying thing to do when you're starting this work because you might've been in the same position I was and opening a bank account and seeing $2.75 and wondering how the fuck you're gonna pay your council rates in a couple of months. But you do it anyway. You open the bank account and go, I am grateful for the money that I have. I am grateful for all the money that is coming into my life from both expected and unexpected ways. More money is always coming to me. I'm so grateful for this money, for the opportunities and experiences and things that allows me to do. And it feels better. 
And so suddenly, if you do this enough, it goes from checking your bank account and this feeling of fear and dread and like, why am I so bad with money? Why can't I get it together? Suddenly we're checking our bank accounts and this feeling instead is like, you know, I'm cool with money. Money's good. It goes up and it goes down. Checking our bank accounts over a long period of time, say three to nine months, you start to see the bank accounts go up, bank accounts go down, and that is okay. That is the ebb and flow of life, right? And then our body starts to collect different evidence. Instead of going, I'm so shit with money, why can't I get it together? When you've been doing it this long, when you've been paying attention to your money, you notice the ebb and flow, you notice that there are peaks and troughs, and you start to realize, I'm not bad with money, this is just how it works, right? I always make more money because I've got nine months of evidence behind me that says, I know I always make more money. But there's so many of us that can't, we can't do that. It's too scary, it's too big, we don't want to, it goes in the too hard basket, we forget about it. And so a lot of people, when they come to do money mindset work with me, they're doing affirmations and they're doing meditations and they've got the right specific money manifesting crystal and they put it in the right corner of their house. And I'm like, so tell me about the last time you checked your bank accounts and they shut down, right? So this is one of the easiest things you can do, but it's not easy. What's easy to do is easy not to do. Because while it is a physically easy thing to open your bank accounts every day and check them and pay attention and express gratitude, express gratitude, it is not mentally and emotionally easy to always do that. But this is one of the shortest ways that you can consistently build up confidence with money, consistently nurture your relationship and transform your relationship with money. And it takes the least amount of time, right? Like I know sitting down and listening to my podcast every night, every fortnight when it comes out, that's 20 minutes a fortnight. I know if you're part of my elite membership, there's a couple of hours worth of content every month that you get given. If you want to work with me one-on-one, that's two to four hours every single month that we work together. But this exercise can take you less than five minutes every single day. But it is that slow burn of doing it every single day. Open your bank account, acknowledge your money, say, I see you. Thank you for everything you do for me. Thank you for the more of you that is coming into my life, right? Expressing your gratitude every day. Takes like less than five minutes, less than five minutes. Great exercise, one of my favorites. How do we feel about that? Is that something that you feel like you could implement? Is there any resistance coming up around that? And yeah, sometimes it feels really shitty to begin with, but it's one of those things where it's like, you don't get abs by doing six sit-ups once. You get abs by doing 60 abs exercises every day for three years, right? It's exactly the same with money. It's exactly the same. Um, Oh yeah. All right, so check your bank account with money. And I know, I know how scary it is because I had four accounts when I started this exercise, $2 in one account, 72 cents in another account, and two of them were empty. And it was a good two years before I had a minimum of $1,000 in each of those accounts. And it was another year later that I had 16,000, 3,000, 155,000, 4,300, I think. I'm trying to remember my screenshots. I remember sharing it with the elite girls the first time I cracked over six figures in one of those accounts and I shared that with the elite girls and they were just like, what? I'm like, see, it is possible. I had the screenshot when I had $2.75 to my name and I had the screenshot when I had um, over six figures in my bank account. But it didn't happen straight away. It happened because I paid attention to my money every day. It's because I went, okay, yeah, I'm scared to open up my bank accounts. 
and it feels really gross and I have all these stories coming up about what this means about me and who I am and I'm choosing to acknowledge that, release it and move forward. I'm choosing to see money differently. I'm choosing to open myself up to opportunities to feel more comfortable with money, learning about money. Um, so yeah, but if you're, if opening your bank account still creates fear, all of the other work, all the affirmations, all the crystals, all the rose plug, uh, rose quartz butt plugs you want to buy are not going to make a difference if you're still hiding from your electricity bill. All right, so let's talk about the second thing, paying bills. This actually came up. Where did this come up? A podcast that I recorded last week with um, someone. Who was that? Pod- whose podcast was it? Jenny from the Self Love Show. That's coming out, I think, middle of July. Um, if you have any questions about that little ritual, please put it in the comments and I'll circle back to answer them. So we talked about paying bills. How does everyone feel about paying bills? Tell me what bills bring to mind for you, because for a lot of us, it's not a great relationship. Um, and this is one of the things where I see the difference between a male brain and a female brain. A male brain is very good at compartmentalizing. This is work, I do work. This is home, I do home. This is football, I do football. I'm hungry, I eat. I'm horny, I fuck. I need to do something with my hands so I mow the lawn. You know, they're very good at compartmentalizing. They're very present in what they do. Women, we are designed a little bit differently because while they were out searching for meat, nickel, saber-toothed tiger, whatever, they were out doing that. We were at home and we were having to monitor and pay attention for threats, take care of the children, watch the elderly, make sure the child didn't wander too close to the river and get eaten by a crocodile, whatever it was. I'm mixing like so many different time genres then. Sorry, guys. Oh, you get the idea. You get the idea. We had, oh, I've just broken my chair on my shoe. Um, we have a lot more to think of. So our brains are capable of this thing called diffuse awareness which means we pay attention to a lot more things at once we have like 42 tabs open in our brain i know for me that's absolutely true add adhd on top of that and it's like we'll have 82 let's have 82 open um whereas men they can normally have one tab open at the time you know if they're watching sport they're watching sport they don't want to talk about something else right whereas we can be watching something making dinner talking on the phone to our mom you know, paying attention, making snacks for the other kids. We've got so many things going on. But what happens when we start worrying about bills and we start thinking about money is that can kind of like an umbrella. It can sit over everything we're trying to do and everything we're trying to achieve. And if then it's a negative relationship with money, it's a negative umbrella sitting over everything that we do. It's a positive relationship with money. I mean, I haven't seen a positive, I think because a positive relationship with money becomes this much smaller thing. It becomes this thing we compartmentalize. It's not this overarching thing that kind of sits on us and suppresses us. It's just, it does become this positive compartmentalized thing. Um, oh, Laura, so I feel like I have everything come out automatically each week. This is a good way to do it. It is a good way to do it. Um, I did that for many years, especially when we were, not so like in struggle town, but we certainly didn't have enough to pay our bills up front when they came in. I'm grateful now that we do, but there was a time when we didn't. So having everything on weekly direct debit helps. But I think that that kept, for me personally, it kept me in a state of scarcity, seeing like Aaron would be paid so much, it would come into our accounts and instantly $500 would be gone. And then we'd be like, oh fuck, how do we live on the rest of this little amount for a week? So we figured out a different strategy for us, but that absolutely does work. It does work for so many of my clients. The thing I want to touch on here is the compartmentalization for me. One of the best habits I implemented with my bills 
was, and I don't even know how this happened. I think I was doing a training for girls and I'm like, let's just get together on Monday and pay our bills. And we'll do it at the same time in, a, in our group chat for the Sexy Selfish Elite. And we'll just all pay our bills on a Monday so we can chat and support with each other. And I think we did that for a few weeks and then it just became our own little habits that we did. But I kept doing that. So on a Monday, I sit and I open my bills and I deal with my money shit. And the best thing for me, especially with the way my brain works, is that if a bill comes in on a Thursday afternoon, if I get a letter in the mail that's saying, you know, I've got a speeding ticket, whatever, I can kind of like acknowledge it, but file it for later. And it's not not ignoring it. It's not pretending it doesn't exist, but it's going, okay, I'll think about that when I give myself time to think about it. So that this bill isn't going to hover around over my head like a little black cloud the whole week, distracting me from everything else I want to do, turning my relationship with money negative again. It's just going to be something that I pop away in the drawer and on Monday I'll pull it out and I'll look at it and I'll deal with it and I'll look at the balance, look at the charges, see if there's anywhere I need to make phone calls or anything I need to get changed. Hiccup, sorry. And then I will pay the bill. Um, so... That's what works for me. And I basically, yeah, I just want to share about compartmentalizing. I'm so fucking distracted today. I'm like, mm, 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 mm. I don't talk about many things with you. I think it's having a time limit on these calls, knowing that I've got, I've got to get off and now because I have another call to get on <laughs> that keeps me like, oh, fuck, I have so much to say. Um, but compartmentalizing and choosing like, okay, I'm going to think about my money on Monday morning when I do my bills and I check my accounts and I transfer what needs to happen and I move my money around my business account. I have that set time that I can think about it and pay attention to it and have intention. So I don't have to give attention to it at midnight on Friday after a few glasses of wine. And I start thinking about how shit I am because I've still got a, this whatever debt, you know? I'm just like, no, I don't need to think about that now. I can go on, live my life, be a mum, run a business. And on Monday mornings, I sit down and do with my money shit. And I feel like this works really well. For me, for my brain, this is important. I'm not sure that it will 100% work for you, but I want to share it so that it might be something you want to try. I feel like this is one of the reasons the Barefoot Investor date nights work so well. And it's a little bit of a different aspect, but it involves routine and structure around the communication about money with your partner, which is so important. We have a whole module coming in up on that in Sexy Selfish Elite, relationships and money, kids and money. Um, but it creates this structure and boundaries around money conversations. And so I feel like if you've got a really toxic, fucked up relationship with money, like I did, like if you're part of this group, you probably do too. Um, the idea is to create boundaries structure and rules that can help you have healthy boundaries around your money like i'm going to check my money and nurture it every single day i'm going to log into my bank accounts express gratitude for it i'm going to have, let myself have an hour on a monday morning maybe it doesn't take you that long maybe it takes you 20 minutes whatever where i'm allowed to look at all my money look at all my bills feel what i need to feel pay what i need to pay make the phone calls i need to phone call and then i can turn it off and then I get on with my day knowing I've dealt with my money shit like a responsible adult. I've done the adult things and now I can go back and live my life, right? How does that help? Do you feel like that's a strategy that might help? I'm just going to check the comments here. Uh, I still forget to pay. <laughs> Lydia, I simply forget to pay them. <laughs> Set them to a schedule so we stop paying thousands in late payments. That's a good idea. Like, in, And it's knowing how your brain works. For me... 
you know, recently going through finding out I have ADHD as well as my daughter does. And it feels like so many things are like, oh, that's why I have to do things certain way. That's why I've created these rules around certain elements of my life. Because if I don't have those rules and boundaries, I'm a fucking shit show and I forget everything, everything, right? Um, so if that work, that works for me, scheduling everything in advance, paying a certain amount each week, that might be what works for you. Um, having a paper diary might work. Having a, a journal online might work. Having it outsourced completely to an assistant might work. It's about finding the right things for you. And I just wanted to share a couple of tactics today about finding time. Um, I actually wanted to share about more. I did. I wanted to share about learning about money and how to schedule timing to actually intentionally learn about money. Maybe I'll do that again next time because I've run out of time today. I will jump on and do a little section with that. Lydia, a uh, crystal squirrel moment. Yes, I have many a squirrel moments. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, squirrel moment. I think that that comes part and parcel with being a woman, with being a business owner, with having all those tabs open in our brain. Um, and apparently I have lots of rules around my goals and money so that I close some of those tabs off and focus. But when I do a live like this, apparently I still have a million tabs open. Squirrel moments are an ADHD thing. <laughs> I have so many of them also compartmentalizing. I feel like I'm so good at that that I actually forget to come back to what I filed away. <laughs> that is a thing. That is a thing. Um, one place, one time, reminders in your phone, post-it notes, it all works. I like literally have my bills open. I draw my bills right here. So Monday morning, coffee, come in, computer on, bills out. That's like, if I don't do it that way, I will forget to. It happens. We're humans. We have a lot on our brains. Thank you so much for joining me today, guys. If you have any more questions about this, pop it in the comments. I will circle back and um, answer them later today. I'm going to go jump off now. I have to jump into the Sexy Selfish Elite Hot Seat Q&A session. It's our third one for this month because it landed on the right timing. Um, and we're actually talking all about, you know, budgets and routines and schedules and stuff over there. So if you're not a member of the Sexy Selfish Elite, if you would like more sessions like this, more education, more monthly topics, more guest speaker stuff, that's go over and head and check that out in the Sexy Selfish Elite. That's open all year round. Anyone can join anytime. Um, and then, yeah, it's just a membership where we go and do cool shit and figure it all out together. Thanks, guys. I hope you have an amazing day and I will speak to you soon. Bye. Bloody cheers to If you loved this episode, please subscribe and leave me a little love note by tagging me at sexy underscore selfish. To check out more of the Sexy Selfish podcast or to grab some of my little goodies, head on over to the freebie hub at www.sexyselfish.com. It's totally free and it's jam-packed with hours and hours of content for you. Thank you so much for being here with me today on The Sexy Selfish Show and showing up today to become the best version of you. I'm sure you got so much out of today's episode and I know that I really did as well. If there is someone in your life who would really benefit from hearing this episode and some of the things we shared about, please share it with them right now. It's as easy as just sharing the link and you could literally change someone's life. Remember, it is time to stop delaying your happiness.